already, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed, especially Rosh Chodesh, as we always talk about renewal, HaChodesh HaZelachem, HaChodesh HaZelachem, which means the power of renewal is for the Jewish people. We have the power of renewal, we have the power to start again, as we count life according to the moon. The rest of the world counts life according to the sun. The sun always is constant. It stays the same. But the moon is always moving and is always waxing and waning. It's bigger. It's smaller. HaKodesh means that the power to renew oneself, and it's very appropriate to this month because one of the things that the Greeks, that the Yivanim, which is an incredible Chiddush, they wanted to take away from the Jewish people is Rosh Chodesh. Big deal. So they'll take away Rosh Chodesh. They took away Shabbos. They didn't want us to celebrate Shabbos. They didn't want us to have a bris milah. That's an old story for getting against the Jews. Don't let us have Shabbos. Don't let us perform a bris milah. That's classic anti-Semitism. But where do you get... Make sure they don't have Rosh Chodesh. Why? So we don't, we don't say hollow? It bothers, it bothers the conscious... The, 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 the world cares if we say Hallel. The world cares if we say an extra Musaf. If we have a little, if you wear a tie. Back in the day we used to, right? Some people used to wear a tie. Those who don't, Rosh Chodesh to dress. So that's, what, that's what's so bad about Rosh Chodesh. Why would, why would the Greeks want to take away Rosh Chodesh? So one of the reasons given is because, thank you very much, because we know that the power of a Jew, the power of of the greatest power that we have is to renew oneself. And if you take away the ability for a person to say, I am new, and I'm going to start fresh, and I'm going to be able to do teshuva. Teshuva means ein va'ata. The Medrash says ein va'ata with an ayin. Ein va'ata. The language va'ata means and now. Says the Medrash, now is teshuva. When a person thinks about teshuva, it's not about, oh, what I did in my past. It's not, oh, how I'm going to be in my future. Yes, also, Kabbalah la'asid, charata, for all those who, who are thinking, what about Kabbalah la'asid, what about, right, you have charata. But teshuva begins, the power of teshuva, the power of renewal begins right now. That I today want to be different. Now I want to be different. And no matter what happened to me five minutes ago, I want to be different. And the older you get, and the more you learn to have renewal, a little kid, right? A little kid wakes up in the morning, you'll see with your, kill, your children, right? When you see little children, they jump out of bed, right? It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what happened. Today. They're jumping out of bed, jumping out of bed. A little kid has life, is alive. Why? Because he's excited about his day. doesn't matter how many times he failed, right? He'll fall down, he'll get back up. He'll fall down, he'll get back up. Not because of the song. You fall down, you get back up. That's the way he lives his life. He lives his life. And oh, down, I'm back up. Down, I'm back up. I want to say that the, today's shear, right, is, uh, is a special shear. We're having in mind uh, Rabbi Rafi over here. The reason I was saying that is because Rabbi Rafi is a person who uh, even though he might have a little gray in his beard, even though he might be a little bit older, he might be a grandfather, I mean, he is a grandfather, Baruch Hashem, right? But it's not about how old you are. It's about how old you are inside of yourself. 
Because you can have a guy who's 18 years old, 20 years old, 25 years old, who's very old, doesn't know how to renew himself. And then you can have someone who's in his 80s, you have someone who's, who's in his 70s, someone who's in their 50s, someone who's in their 30s, who's a spring chicken, who's alive and well, who's alive and well. So it's your grandfather is, is uh, what's his name? Yitzchak Meir Ben Chaim Aaron Alevi. So Shama should have an Aliyah to have a grandson like you who's, uh, who's uh, here in Mesil Susharim, here in Yeshiva, uh, is an inspiration to all of us. And uh, Hashem will help us all to be machadish ourselves, to renew, to renew yourself. And you know what renewal is about? Renewal is not about Sunday morning. Renewal is not about when you got off the plane coming to Israel. That's not renewal. That is also, it's, that's nice. Rosh Hashanah is not renewal. It's hard not to renew yourself for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Renewal is Tuesday morning. Renewal is Wednesday afternoon at four in the afternoon. Renewal is after you had a hard day or a tough night or, you, or you're thinking about your, your trauma or you're thinking about your Averis or you, you slipped up in something and you feel bad or you've been negative or you've been in a certain... That's where renewal comes in. Renewal is not the first day of school or the first week of school. That's not when you need renewal. You need renewal when, when it's difficult for you. And that's what a Jew is. Machadish b'chol yom tamin To connect oneself with that power. And when you live like that, everything is exciting. When you live like that, and I want to say this because uh, we'll, we'll start with Lashon Hara. It's going to be a little bit of a quicker shear, only because of uh, the time. But just to talk about the Hilchus Lashon Hara, it's the same exact thing when it comes right, to, to a person looking at someone and seeing someone. Oh, I know who that guy is. Oh, I know who that person is. That's not new. When you say fresh, oh, I want to start off my day. Here we go. I'm opening up my eyes. I'm op- opening up my eyes. I want to see differently. I want to look at myself differently. I want to look at myself differently. I'm sick and tired of, of seeing the same old self, that same guy who's just been, you know, Groundhog Day, right? The wheel is turning, but the hamster's dead. Right? Here we go again. Oh, it's another day. Oh, I got that guy. If I don't have my coffee, if I don't have my coffee, then I'm going to be down, right? Nothing wrong with having a coffee. I'm saying don't wait for your coffee to bring you up or to bring you down. You bring your coffee up. Be, you be the caffeine for your coffee. You don't need your coffee to be your caffeine. So it's like the weather. It's the same exact thing. I don't need the sun to shine for the sun to shine. I'll be the sun shining the weather outside. I don't need the weather to be good. I, I want to be that. I want to be that. And when you learn to live like that, then you'll do the same thing for your parents. You'll do the same thing for your wife. You'll do the same thing for your children, and you'll do the same thing for everyone around you. You'll smell good for everybody around you at all times. And it doesn't mean that you don't get down. Who doesn't get down? We all get down. That's why we're like the moon. We get down, but you come back, and you come back, and you look, and yeah, it could be that guy who you have this negative thing about this guy. Ah, I can't take this guy. And that's work it through. Work it through. See the positive in him. Make a list. Make a list every day. If you have a roommate who bugs you out, who bothers you, who makes you nuts. So every night, make a list of all the beautiful things of your roommate. Try that. Oh, I didn't try that yet. Try that. 
If you can't deal with your father, make a list of all the things every night of ten things that you love about your father. Ten things that your father did good for you. Don't try and uproot. Oh, I'm gonna, it's not going to work. You're not going to change it that way. If you get serious about if you get serious, I was talking in a conversation with someone this morning. Very, 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 very special person. I referenced the person a few times. Um, and we were talking this morning back and forth about him. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, it's not really Nogay 100% to what we're talking about, but it, but, but, uh, it, it always is. About, about what we were speaking about yesterday, about being starving versus being hungry. I was talking about the must versus want. I must do this. I must accomplish this. When you're dedicated 100% and you say, I must change my life. I must have change in my life. Now, how you get there is a different conversation. We'll talk a little bit this morning in the Silsi Sharm. But when you say, I must change my life. I'm starving to have this type of relationship with myself. Then you're willing to try anything and to do anything. I learned yesterday, the Sahara sometimes gets beaten down. Baruch Hashem. We're blessed to beat down the Yitzhahara many, 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 many times. So the Centaurus of Ice, Chavetz Chaim brings us down. The Yitzhahara, sometimes, Baruch Hashem, many times, a lot of times, we win. We win. Does the Yitzhahara ever, ever sit back and say, okay, he beat me, that's it, I'm out? Never. The Yitzhahara is at your bed in the morning before you wake up, making plans how to get you. And the only way, the only way, the only way to beat him is the same exact way. You have to be as excited. You've got to be as creative. Let me say more. You have to be more creative. You've got to be more excited. I spoke to someone yesterday, a very hush of a person in this yeshiva. And he's telling me he's, he's feeling negative thoughts. He's going through a hard time, whatever it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. In one second, in one second, in one second, I know the way I work. One second, I don't do my things in the morning. I don't do my affirmations. One morning, I'm not on top of my game. I know, my head, it starts getting to me this. I have a different day. It's a different day. Why? Because when you live in the world of I must have this type of day, I want to have this type of day, I want to have this relationship, I want to learn how to learn. I want to learn how to be happy. Instead, what is it? Oh, I'm afraid of this, and I'm afraid of that, and I'm afraid of this, and I'm afraid of that, and I'm afraid of this, and I'm afraid of that. Don't worry about what you're afraid of. Fear only comes when you don't have clarity of what you want. Because there's nothing wrong with being, there's nothing wrong with being afraid. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. The question is, does, does the fear, is the fear going to freeze you? Or are you going to take care of business? Something wrong with being afraid, right? Another book on the, uh, on the list, feel the, feel the fear and do it anyway. It's not do it anyway or do it when you don't have the fear. No, feel the fear. I'll just say quickly a story that happened to me. Some of you have heard this uh, two years ago. I can't believe it wasn't last year. They didn't have camp last year. Two years ago before camp started, um, so there was this bear that was, that was uh, roaming around before camp. And uh, usually we don't have so many bears in camp. But there was this one bear. And once a bear gets comfortable and finds its food, right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come around. I already remember, right? Some of you remember. I mean, it, it came around during the, year, during the summer also while, while the kids were in camp. And you don't want, you don't want bears 
around. I mean, it's, it's exciting for the kids, but I'm saying you don't, you don't want bears around. Especially this was like a, a, younger, a younger bear, and if it's a younger bear, if you mess with the younger bear, so the mother bear, they say that's where you're, you get into trouble. Right, so what happens, I get this call, this is probably about a week before camp starts, and I get a call from whoever was on the other side of camp, right, the bears, the bears, the bears here. We gotta get rid of it, we gotta go. So we're all running, and this one's running, and this, and you gotta chase it, gotta make noise. It's, it, there's a whole malacha, how to get rid of the bear, right? So I'm running, and I'm there, right? I'm, uh, um, I'm there, and I remember, uh, as you're getting closer and closer, so slowly people are checking out, okay, who's, how, who's, who's gonna get closer and closer to the bear? And it's scary, it's very scary. So anyway, what happens? At the end, just a long story short, right? So I'm there with a stick and I'm on the phone with someone who knows about bears and we're making noise and the bear is going up and then suddenly the bear like looks at me and, and growls, right? I, I don't even wanna, right? I, I can't even explain to you that, that you know, what, what went through me as the bears look at me. I'm like right next, right in front of the bear and everyone's like, yeah, let's go, let's go. It's like. Right? And afterwards, the whole story, we got rid of the bear, blah, 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 blah. And someone comes over to me, right? Someone comes over to me afterwards and said to me, um, wow, that was amazing, right? Maybe like the next day or later on. And they're like, they're like, wow, Rabbi Fisher, like, how did you, like, that's incredible that like you faced the bear and like you weren't afraid of the bear, right? And you, whatever you did, I mean, we did it as a team, but I'm saying I, I, I was, you know, I got in there, right? So I said to the person, I said, I don't understand. What do you mean I wasn't afraid? I was shaking in my pants, I wasn't afraid. But what? I didn't have a choice. I didn't have an option. To, to the outside, it looks like, oh, that guy over there, he's not afraid. Look, he's not afraid. He can do, no, I was scared out of my pants. I never dealt with a bear. I never looked at a bear in the eyes. Never had a bear look at me in the eyes. But what? You feel the fear, and boy did I feel the fear, and you do it anyway. You do it anyway. So it's like, it's like that in everything in life. Of course I'm, I'm scared of this. Of course I don't know what's gonna turn out with this. Of course I don't know. But what do you gotta do? You gotta do it anyway. You gotta go through the motions. Because if you don't do that, if you don't do that, then what's gonna happen is you get eaten alive, no pun intended. You get eaten alive by everything, by all your fears, by all the bears in your life. You'll get eaten alive. I want to tell everyone something. I mean, we're learning a little Chavetz Chaim here. If you run away, if you run away, I had this horror this morning. I have to look into it more and understand it a little bit more. It's brought down in Evan Shlema. He says it in a different way, but it's known, this, this concept. But it hit me this morning. Anything you run away from, what happens when you run away from something? It's actually what they say. You don't run away, by the way, from a bear. You don't run. What is a bear going to do when you run away from it? It's going to chase you. And it hit me. Not because of the bear. I'm just sushtelling it now. I'm putting it together. Anything you run away from will run after you. If you run away from it, it'll run after you. If you run, if you run towards it and you face it, you will destroy it. And what happens is, what we do in life, is we have that fear, like we spoke yesterday. Forget everything and run. Forget everything and run. Guess what? What's gonna happen in a year from now? 
It'll run after you. What's going to happen in five years from now? It'll run after you. If you don't face whatever it is that you need to face, it will run after you. As opposed to when you face it, and you don't run away from it, and you deal with it, then you're able to take care of it. And the power of renewal, the power of life, the power of Rosh Chodesh, the power of Kislev, the power of Hanukkah, that power is that it's darkness. This is the time, this month, is where the dark days become the greater time, and the light gets less and less and less. That's the time when you got to do your work. That's the time when you got to do your grind. When it's all nice outside, when it's nice inside, when everything is going great, when you're feeling great, of course, of course, of course. When you have that guy who you love, what's the big deal? I love Jews. I love the Jews. You don't love the Jews. You love the people who are like you. You don't love everyone. You love yourself, so you like when people agree with you. But take somebody who you don't like. Take someone who you naturally don't like. That's, that's the grind. That's the darkness. Take something that you're not good at. Take something that you've been battling your whole life and say, I'm going to slowly, 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 with, with, with focus, with determination, with support, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my life. When a person thinks like that, when a person lives in that world, that a person is living in the world of Baruch Hashem, Chadashul Labkarim, Rabba Munasecha, that every day you could say, How can I have a new perspective today on myself? What can I do today? That's what's exciting. That's what's exciting. Make a, a, a schedule for yourself. Make a schedule for yourself. Figure out a way how you could say, could you imagine if you're a person who gets up in the morning, could you imagine if you're someone who's able to find the good in every person? Could you imagine? I just thought of something. Imagine doing a, a thing where you write, you look around the room, and you write, or you, you, you have a list of your roommates, of your family, and you write two or three positive things about everyone in your family. Everyone in your room. Everyone who you're close with. Otherwise, what happens? The Yitzhahara brings negativity. The Yitzhahara brings, will bring a person down. That's the way it works in life. If you're not going against the grain, if you're not getting hungry to become starving, if you're not hungry to be starving about your life, whatever it might be, if you're not hungry to, to become more hungry, Okay, let's learn a halacha. Didn't even have my coffee yet. Yeah. Yes. Let me make a bracha baruch atah adenai. Ahinu melchalam shahakol niya b'dvaro. Amen. Yeah. Told a story that he was. He went to Rav Aaron and he said to Rav Aaron that he wanted to. He had to raise money quickly for his the girls' school that he wanted to open so the girls would be at risk. He told Rabbi that he wants to open the school and then he needs money quickly. So Rabbi said to him, the head of who said the Baisal needs a, a school like that right now. So he went back to New York and uh, a few months later when it got uh, very pressing, he went back to Rabbi 
and he said that I need to open the school. It, it's the, I need a block from the from the Rebbe. So so uh, Armleif said to him, "You're gonna, Mr. Shem, you're gonna go back, and in three days you're gonna have all the money you need." So so he so he asked Armleif. He says, "Why, when I came a few months ago, you told me uh, you, you told me who needs a school like that, and now you're telling me yes." That you know you're gonna make money right away. So he said, before you said you want, and now you said you need. Beautiful. Wow. Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I wanted to say that hearing. I just wanted to check it. Hearing all of this. Yeah. That this is like this is like such a. I wanted to say like I was feeling uncomfortable and I was saying like it could like have like a new perspective uh, looking at people. Of course. Like if you could write down a list of things you could your father or your or your roommate or your friend. And like I was getting like uncomfortable hearing this. Like, and I and I was just thinking I was getting uncomfortable because I'm so used to living being like like okay like as an excuse like okay I'm dealing with this person and that person's frustrated but like it's like such like truth of I could change it right now. Right, amazing. 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 And, and, and I like I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. I think what's, what's incredible about what Svi is saying is that, is that it's true, meaning we were, we're uncomfortable, and it makes sense. When, when you see something that you're not familiar with, then you're, you're not, you don't know where to put it. You don't know what it is. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's, not, it's new. When you put on shoes that you haven't worn, and they're for the first time, it's not as comfortable because it's not... It's not part of you. It's new. It's like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is going to bring to me. So it's like, it's like an interesting feeling. But the truth is, that's, what, that's what, what we want life to be. We want life to be constantly challenging the status quo. You want to constantly be learning how to become better. Learning how to become, like I said, that's the shofar. Shifru masechem. I want to be a better, I want to say this to everybody here, by the way. By the way. When you're when you're when you're a bacher, when you're in yeshiva, right? So so you focus on becoming a better you, whatever it might be. You focus on learning better. You focus on understanding yourself better. You focus on whatever it might be, learning better. What what's going to happen when you get married? What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, that's it. No, now I got to be what? Today I got to be a better husband. And then, God willing, when you have a child, what are you going to say? I got to be a better Father, Well, you think it's like, okay, I'm a good husband, I got married, it's all good. No, you got to be better at being a husband. You have to be better at being a father. And then what happens? You go to work. What happens? Okay, I'm just status quo in work. No, I want to be a better whatever you're doing. Whatever it is you're doing, you always want to be, right? When it comes to, I'm just, uh, maybe we'll just, we'll have to learn a little Hilka Slash and Hara. When it comes to upgrading a phone, when it comes to upgrading a car, when it comes to upgrading and getting something else, that is, a, is an obvious that I'm upgrading that. I'm upgrading and upgrading, right? When your phone tells you, you gotta upgrade, you gotta upgrade in order to in, be in sync with, with the apps or whatever it is, right? You gotta upgrade. So I'm gonna upgrade technology. I'm gonna upgrade all the things outside but to upgrade myself, to upgrade myself, 
That's what life is about. That's the difference between someone who's alive and someone who's dead. Someone who's alive, someone who's happy. Someone who's happy is constantly, constantly challenging himself for more and more and better and better. And surrounds himself by people. Surrounds himself with people who will challenge you. Who will challenge you to be better. If you're hanging around people who are, who are I spoke to someone yesterday about this. I said, are your, he, he's looking to change. He's talking about his friends. I says, are your friends, as you're looking to change to get better, are they encouraging you? Are they pushing you to be better? Or they're pulling you to, to, be, to be status quo? If your friends are pulling you to be status quo, run, run for your life. Run for your life if there are people in your life who are pulling you to be status quo. You want to hang around people who are challenging you on a daily basis to be better. Like we've been speaking the last few days. Criticism. Bring on the criticism. <coughs> Bring on what I have to change. Bring on how I could be better. Bring on what are you afraid of. That's where the happy people live. That's where the people who are experiencing life and accomplishing. I had a meeting yesterday. I'll just uh, uh, I'll end off with this before I... Before I um, say the Hilchos Lashon Hara, I had a meeting yesterday with uh, with a few people who've who've, who've uh, been in Eretz Yisrael, who, who've been committed to for 40 years, have built I, I don't even know how many tens and thousands, a, a, a very very strong builder, very big builder in Israel. We had a meeting, and um, we were talking about something, and I said. I said to the person, I said, when you were starting off, because I, I get a lot of inspiration when I sit with people, he's in close to 70, he's, 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 he's a, happens to be a very Ehrlich person, and he's, and he's a hard worker, he does a lot for, for Eretz Yisrael, he does a lot in, in, in his business. And I asked him, I said, when you just started off, was it, was it, was it hard? You know, we, we were just talking, was it, how hard was it? So he looks at me, he says, how hard was it when I started off? He says, every day for me to get to the next... This is what he told me. I didn't talk to him about this, this shear. He says, every day for me, every day for me, for me to push my limits to go higher and higher is hard. Meaning, meaning don't look at it and say, oh, I got through my hard, and now that I'm 70 years old, now that I'm, I'm in my late 60s, and I'm doing it that, it, got, that it gets easier. It could get easier. Why? If your goal is to retire. I want to retire for things to get easy. But if my goal is greatness, if my goal is I want to achieve, and I want to become whatever it is that I want to achieve, I want to become whatever it is that I want to become, nothing's going to stop you. Nothing will come into your way. And not only that, you're willing to put in whatever you need to put in to get there. You're willing to do whatever it takes to get to wherever it is. Because otherwise what happens, otherwise it, what happens is a person's left, unfortunately, if you're not going to go ahead and go against what it is that the Yitzhahara is pulling you. Adam la'amul yulad. Right? Shruli said a, said a beautiful thing to me yesterday. Oilam, the world, is the same letters as amul. As amul. What does that mean? It means the purpose of us being in this world. The purpose of us, be, of us being in this world is for a person to work on himself and make himself better. And to change, just like the moon. 
That's how miracles happen. The miracle of Hanukkah was, was 12 people, 12 chashmanayim, we'll talk about it, 12 people who went ahead and fought against thousands of, of Yevonim in this area, wherever it was. 12 people. What does that mean? They put it all out and says, whether I'm going to live or I'm going to die, whether I'm going to live or I'm going to die, I can tell you one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm working, and I'm working, and I'm working, and I'm going to do what i got to do. When a person lives like that, when a person says, it's not about being successful or not being successful. It's not about whether, when you leave in a few months back to wherever you're going, when you're on that plane, it's not about whether you accomplished or you didn't accomplish. It's not about whether you accomplished or you didn't accomplish. It's knowing deep inside yourself, did I did I, did I put myself to work? Did I come to play hard or I came to relax? Did I come to yeshiva to put, now, okay, do, do we have our challenges? Of course, we all have our challenges. Do we have our failures? Who doesn't have failures? But am I, am I, am I starving? Am I, am I putting the, my dedication and my work, am I putting myself to task? Okay, question, comments, and then we'll do the halachas. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I read, uh, I read uh, in this week's parsha. Uh, it says that uh, Yaakov uh, was uh, great, and, that, and then he uh, went and worked hard to be even uh, more great. That, 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 that's all. Correct. 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 Yeah. Um, the Altarada says, You are what you do repeatedly, so greatness isn't a gift, it's a habit. Beautiful. You are what you do repeatedly, so greatness is a... It's not a gift, it's a habit. Correct. And, and, and the misconception is, is that greatness, and, and what Mayer and Yehuda are saying, is that greatness is something that you have. That you have. You're pri- right, correct. Right, correct. But greatness, is, greatness is from your parents... Greatness is you either have it or you don't have it. Happiness you either have or you don't have. A connection to Hashem you either have. Right off, he has a connection to Hashem. He has happiness. He has friends. No, no. He works on himself. He works on himself. He works on himself. When you're younger, yeah, man. No, uh, I just remembered because Brad was saying about. Uh, Working hard and side by accomplishing. I'm just said almost. So I I heard from a rabbi uh, Radzinsberg in Alzheimer that uh, almost is very famous. Low lechem lechem. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Shkach, beautiful. Low lechem lechem lechem. Very nice. Shkach, amazing. Which means, which means, it's not, it's not upon you to finish, to finish the work, to finish the work. When when we're when we're younger and you're in elementary school. So it's sort of, you, you don't know what hard work, hard work, you just sort of are who you are. And you sort of picture things the way you are. Then when, it, when you get to high school, things get a little bit more complicated. Things get more complicated. And then as you get older, a person sort of is trying to find himself and to say, what's my, right, how ironic, what's my status, right? I, I don't know about statuses, I know there's something called your status. Everyone's into their status. You know what that means? What's my status? 
So you know what you know what you want your status to be? That you're constantly you're constantly redefining your your yourself. You're constantly re re challenging challenging yourself. That's what you want your status. Everyone's looking for, okay, where do I belong? Am I like this? They think of the future. Where am I going to be? I want to tell everybody here. It doesn't matter what you're going to do in the future. Whether you're going to be a doctor, whether you're going to be a lawyer, whether you're going to be a businessman, whether you're going to have money, whether you're not going to have money, whether you're going to have a long beard, you're not going to have a beard. Whether you're going to wear this shirt, that shirt, all that stuff, I promise you, does not make a difference. What makes a difference is, are you dedicated? Are you committed? Are you someone who's a good husband? Are you a good father? Are you honest? Are you someone who works on himself? Somebody who works on himself will become great. Someone who's dedicated, someone who learns Musr every day, someone who learns Hilchas Chavetz Chaim, Hilchas Lashar, someone who doesn't talk Lashon Hara. It doesn't matter what that guy does for a living. That guy is living the life. It doesn't matter what he does for a living, which basically means how much money does he make a year. That's all people care about. How much money does he make a year? That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what color shirt you wear. It doesn't matter what your affiliation to Judaism is. Someone who's honest is honest. Someone who works hard, works hard. Someone who doesn't speak Lashon Hara, doesn't speak Lashon Hara. And that's why you can't judge anybody. Because you don't know when you walk into the, to, to the cab driver, or you're sitting in the restaurant, and the guy's serving you something, but he might have tattoos, and he might have an earring, right? But that guy don't speak Lashon Hara. And you, with your, with your all whatever you got, you speak Lashon Hara. So, so who's, who's more quality? Who's more quality? Who's more quality? Who's living life? Who's living life? And when we and when we judge things based on when we judge things based on status, as opposed to the grind and hard work and dedication and thinking about Hashem. How does anybody know how much how much you think about Hashem? Has anybody know what your relationship with Hashem is? How would anyone possibly, right? They say a story where uh, the, um, I think Reb Shach went over, someone came to Reb Shach about a shidduch. I've said this before. Someone came over to Reb Shach about a shidduch and he said, Reb Shach says, go ask him. I read this by Reb Yaakov Galinsky. He brings that, uh, I think someone went over to Reb Shach about a shidduch and he says, go ask the Beis Yisrael. The two, two Ger Rebbe, uh, three Ger Rebbe's before, the one now. The Beis Yisrael was a big, big, big gadol, a big tzaddik. He says, go ask the Beis Yisrael if this, about this person. So the guy comes into the Beis Yisrael, and he asks the Beis Yisrael, he says, oh, Reb Shach told me to come to ask you about this person. He says, is this person a Yare Shemayim? Is he a God-fearing Jew? And the Beis Yisrael said, how would I know if he's a Yare Shemayim? Yerushalayim is between him and God. He says there's only two people, or two, whatever, who know if this person is a Yerushalayim. That's God and his wife. How does anybody else know anything? You're going to look at a person and say, oh, that's a Yerushalayim. That's not a Yerushalayim. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But when a person does, it's just like the hard work. Just like the hard work. Nobody knows the hard work that you have to deal with. Nobody knows what you're struggling with. But that's where you become who you are. 
You become who you are when you learn. When you learn, and everyone gets nervous with this. We all get nervous. When you learn to love the struggle. Now I'll tell you what the paradox of that is. Because once you learn to love the struggle, then, then you're not afraid of it as much. When you learn to love it, what does that mean to love it? It's not that you want pain. You're not a, a you know, a, a, a sadistic, whatever the, whatever the word is, that you want pain. It's that I, I, I know that I, I got to challenge myself. I know that I want to push myself. And I don't get frustrated. Of course it's hard when, 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 I, when I don't get enough sleep. Of course it's hard when I open up my Gemara and it's hard for me to learn, let's say. Of course it's hard when my father is just, you know, whoever he is, and my mother, my emotions, I'm not, of course that's hard. But when, you, when you're focused on, on, on getting what you gotta get, and that's what you're hungry to do, and that's what you're dedicated to do, then you live on a different planet. I promise you. You live on a different planet. You live on a different hemisphere than, than everyone else. That's not your purpose, is not to live on a different hemisphere. But that's what ends up happening. When a person learns Hilchus Lashnara and he doesn't talk Lashnara, we'll start with that, we'll, we'll finish with that now. When a person goes ahead and he stops talking about other people, that could be so painful because he finds himself not talking so much. But as Mayer said a few, uh, uh, last year, Pe is Po. You're living your life. You're living your life. You're not obsessed with other people's life. You're obsessed with your own life. Okay, let's do this one halach, and then we'll uh, we sort of we sort of started off with Masil Sisharim today, and we'll end off with Chavetz Chaim. Hi, Gavaldik. Says the says the Chavetz Chaim, how to judge if a statement is lashon hara? If we follow the advice of the Ramban, we will be saved. I'm on page one hundred three. We will be saved from the dangerous avera of lashon hara. Contemplate your words before you utter them. By doing so, you will be spared. What, what, to com- what are you supposed to contemplate? Number one, do my words have the potential to cause harm to another person? Do the words that I'm going to say have har- the ability to harm another person? Number two, will the person I'm talking about feel embarrassed or shame if he knew I was talking about him in such a manner? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then don't say it. Better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and to remove all doubts. Thus, says the Gra, you will be zocha to the lofty reward that for every moment which a person closes his mouth from speaking Lashon Hara, he merits a heavenly light which even a Malach cannot fathom. And as we've said many times, man boichai, man boichai, you'll actually love your life. People who are miserable in this world, they, they destroy everyone around them. They, they're miserable with themselves. They're miserable with the people around them. And nothing can help them. Nothing can help them because, because it's part of, it's, it's, it's within them. Nobody can help them because they're the problem. If you're the problem, right, like that animal, there's that animal, um, I don't know which, what, it's, what it's called, but they say scientifically there's that animal that's always running away because it hears right, the footsteps of other animals coming to chase it, so it's constantly running away, running away, running away, running away. Guess what? 
the footsteps that it hears are his own footsteps. So he's running away, he's spending the torture, nav-e-nud, right? Running around, running away from his own footsteps. And that's what it is. When we're running away from things, we think I'm running away from that person, I'm right, you're running away from yourself. And you'll never be able to run away from yourself. Never, ever, 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 ever. And the older you get, I promise you, I promise you, the older you get, the more complicated it gets, unless, unless you get to work. Get to work, and there's a lot of work to be done. We only have three months. It's Rosh Chodesh Kislev, I'm just telling you. We have three months, three months. Kislev, Teves, Shvat. Someone said to me yesterday, oh, but we have Adar, correct. You have a few weeks now, but once Adar comes, you're already a few weeks from Purim. You have three months, three months until you're until you hear the you, till you see the seatbelt sign go back on and up. Oh, here we go again, going back home, going back home, going back to to uh, going back wherever you're going to. Okay, Hashem will help us all. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap it up. We got to have a great month, everyone. It's got to be a must. You can't think about it and say, I hope I'm going to have a better month. I don't want to be on that guy's team. A guy who says to me, I hope we're going to win this game. I hope we're going to have a better game. Right, Rabbi C, tell us, football. What? Get that guy off the team. Cut him off. I hope we're going to win. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be so special if someone on the team would help us win this game. I don't want to be with that guy on the team. I want to be with the guy, what? Yeah, 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 it's correct, correct, correct. It's true. I don't want to be on a team with people who are, I don't mean that, I'm not, I'm not trying to offend anyone, I'm talking about in theory, if I'm trying to win, I don't want to be on a team with people who are not sure that, to, that they're going to win. I want to be on a team. You want to be, and you know where that, and you know who that starts with. That starts with yourself. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to make this an amazing month. I have no doubt in my mind. And it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you can't mess up. People get so nervous. It's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. You know who can't mess up? The person who doesn't believe in himself can't mess up. You know why? Because if he messes up, what does that do? Oh, there you go. It's a raya that you're a loser. That's not a raya. I messed up. I'm going to push through. I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to get there. Of course there are challenges. Right? That's what on there, the sweatshirt right, for last year. Winners are not people who don't fail. Winners are people who don't quit. Just don't quit. That's why I don't like the word consistency. It's not about being consistent. It's about being persistent. It's not about being consistent. So you have a bad day. I wasn't consistent that day. I had a failure in this. No, but I'm going to get to my goal no matter what. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Kislev is a very holy, holy month. It's a month of Hanukkah. It's a month of miracles. God, help us create. Help us bring all the miracles down for us and all the Jewish people. We should be Zoha, not to speak any Lashon Hara today, every day. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Chodesh Tov.